Welcome back to the Joseph Kreisen Podcast. Man, it's been a minute. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for coming through today. Today, we will be discussing the resourceful budget. And the reason why I wanted to introduce this topic today was because the people around me, I've realized they are struggling with one very important thing, and that is saving their money. This is what a budget allows you to do. I believe the richest man in the world and even the poorest man, the, the the homeless man down the street, should all be saving at least their money. But since people struggle with that, the only way to achieve that based off income is to save. I feel like saving is investments. And if you save, then you have more to invest. And therefore, people also have more to invest as well. And this is the way the world works. So the reason why I want to go over this resourceful budget is because people need better saving habits. <laughs> This resourceful budget allows you to achieve many different things. First off, what is a budget? A budget, according to the Oxford Dictionary, it says here, is an estimate of income and expenditures for a set period of time. But I'd like to add my own little spin to this. I feel like a budget is filters or layers in which you allocate money to a specific area of your life. For example, say you want to go on a vacation every month. Like you want to just take a vacation every month. Then... You obviously, based off your income, I mean, maybe you have money to throw like this, but you obviously are taking money from one area and putting it, putting it in another area. Excuse me. And if you're going to take money from one area and put it in another area, that money that you took the money, the uh, that area that you took the money from has less money. In other words, it has less energy. So you need to allocate for this. And m- many times, you know, the reason why people don't like a budget is because that they understand they have to be patient. Yes, this is this does require patience. Now, let me just correct the thinking here. I'm not saying that you need to be uh like cheap. I'm not saying to have a cheap mentality. I'm not saying you have to take things away from you. I'm not saying you don't need to have a coffee every morning or you do you don't need to enjoy, you know, uh lunch uh that that favorite place by your job every every morning, you know, or every uh at lunchtime. I'm not saying like take things away from yourself. I'm saying that you're going to be able to do what you want more. So if you uh, follow a good budget. Now, the reason why I call this a resourceful budget is because the ones who budget and are resourceful, actually, they make the most use of, of this system. So what does resourceful mean? I'm, the, according to Oxford Dictionary, resourceful means having the ability to find quick and clever ways to overcome difficulties. Now, obviously, if you're budgeting, you're already halfway there. But imagine if you're resourceful in your budget. Imagine if you could be so resourceful to in ways to, uh, or you discover new ways of making money and you still follow that same budget plan, then all the more better. But many people are lacking in this area. Like I mentioned, see, the main reason why I'm introducing this topic is because people lack savings. That's what I'm finding in the world. People are lacking savings. But the only way to come about that is by budgeting. You must set a budget. You must create filters and layers of where you receive money and you still put aside 10% and you put money here or here, wherever it needs to go. So people really need to save. But see, we've, I don't want to get too off topic, but we've been thrown into this economy to where each politician for the last couple decades has said, we will uh, vote for me. I will give you all the free stuff in the world. I will give you uh, more free stuff than my, my opponent. But the government... The, these uh, these central bankers, the people who are in control, they have encouraged the spending economy and therefore nobody has savings. 
I actually looked at a statistic online. It said that the average American cannot cover a $500 expense. That's pathetic. If you can't cover a $500 expense, I mean, think about how often those expenses come by. You know, $500 comes like that. You know, you got if you especially if you got kids or you have a vehicle, you things like that. These things pop up. But if you don't even have five hundred dollars, what are you gonna do? You're gonna borrow it. You're gonna borrow it, and therefore you're gonna go into debt, and therefore you're gonna end up paying more for something that you didn't need to if you just followed a resourceful budget. So this is the purpose of this. I really want to encourage people to save. I feel like people who are listening to this podcast, the reason why you clicked on it is because you want to have a savings as well. You want to have something to fall back on, and you want to be feel comfortable that. To the point to where even if you want to go somewhere, you want to step away from making money, say like uh, whatever you do to make a living, you can. You wonder why? Because you saved up enough money to enjoy that. The definition of wealth is if I stopped working today, how long would I last? Because I have expenditures and I have uh, liabilities. How long would I last if I stopped working today? That's how. That's how. Uh, that's the definition of wealth. So I'm sure you could judge before uh, for yourself. For you, maybe if you stopped working today, you wouldn't last a day. For maybe you would, la- if you stopped working today, you'd last a few months or maybe even a few years. But see, people are working for their retirement, right? <laughs> That's the last thing I would want to work on. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, it just seems so boring, and there's better things out here in this in this world, you know, such as heaven. <laughs> but uh, I digress. You know, this it's so important to have a resourceful budget because you you even have more energy. You know, money is energy, right? So you can allocate your energy to where you want to have more energy. You know, for example, say you want to have a, uh, you want to work out more. That gives you energy, right? In your own, in your own perspective. Perhaps you could go get a gym membership, or maybe you saved up so much money that, due to your budget, you were able to build your own home gym. Therefore, you brought the gym to your house. Therefore, you don't have to go anywhere. You know, though that may be a little harder, you have to encourage yourself a little more. But still, see, you have more freedom to do what you want because you kept, you held on to this resourceful budget. And over time, has made you more patient. So therefore, you wait for good things. So now I would like to discuss the pros and the cons of having a resourceful budget. Yes, there are cons. <laughs> yes, you have to sacrifice. I don't know what people think. Uh, I don't know whether they've adopted this this notion to where you don't have to sacrifice for anything. That is a lie and a half from the devil. Everything in this world, if you want something, you have to sacrifice. Love itself is sacrifice. <laughs> so what are the pros? Now let's move on to the pros. First off, the main pro, obviously, like how I stated before, is your savings grow. How important is it to have a savings? I don't know about you, but that's literally what, what your wealth is, right? Um... I've chosen to put my savings in many different things. I've put my savings into um, many different things. Actually, like the main thing I, I would put my savings into is silver. Um, I really I chose silver because silver is has a floor that cannot be. It doesn't matter how much they manipulate the market. Silver uh, cannot go below a certain level, and it actually outdoes gold. But um, I don't think I'll be alive to see that. <laughs> Uh, secondly, the second pro is that you compound interest. See, if you have a savings, just by you holding your savings in a high yield savings account, or maybe even a brokerage account, you're accumulating, uh, interest. They pay you for having money in that account. You want to know why they pay you for having money in that account? It's because they're making money on your savings as it is. 
the fact that you're holding imagine if you have like a million dollars at the credit union right i don't even know if the credit union even holds a million dollars but um imagine you just got a million dollars at the credit union right they will literally pay you a certain amount of interest i think you could get like seven hundred dollars in interest a year based off that um They'll pay you that because they're lending your money out to other people. They're, you're helping them make money. So just by you keeping your money in the bank, you're helping banks make money. But see, the reason why banks will go bust is because people neither have savings nor can those banks lend out money because they don't have the money. They don't have reserves. Actually, if we forced all banks to get into 10% reserves right now, you'd see a lot of money disappear. Actually, a lot of people would go broke. Yes, it would be. It would actually be a financial crisis. Um, that would not be pretty to see. It'd be chaos in the streets. This would all be over with right now, if you ask me. But thirdly, the third uh, pro to a resourceful budget is obviously you're more patient. Now, this is hard for all human beings. You are not alone. Do not worry. But being patient is so important. You can even feel it in the tone of my voice. How important is it to be patient? Just be solitude. Be happy with the present moment that you are in. It's so important for us to just be content because what more do we need? You woke up this morning. You have a technological device to even listen to this podcast. And you have the resources to succeed. What more could you ask for? Just be patient and do what you need to do. See, the only time you feel like you need to be anxious is when in the present moment you're not doing what you need to do to get to where you're at. You're BSing or you're wasting time or you're, 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 you're continually enjoying bad habits that are not intuitive to your goals. That's when you feel anxious. It's not when you don't feel anxious when you're doing what you need to do. When you're doing what you need to do, you're patient in that moment because you know what, you're, what you deserve is coming to you. It's only when you're not doing what you need to do, when you know what's not pleasing to God or, or, or what's not helpful to your situation that you start to feel anxious because you feel like you're slacking. You feel like you're falling back. So how important is it to be patient? Well, the con to a resourceful budget is patience. <laughs> That's also a pro and a con. It's funny how something could be a pro and a con in, in the same uh, light. But, yes, you must be patient. In other words, you have to, uh, you know, I, I've always liked to tell people that time is their greatest asset. And if time is your greatest asset, that means that you can use it wise, wisely, right? You know, in a wise manner. So if you use your time wisely, you being patient isn't so bad. That's my point. That's why it's also a con as well. Um, and the last con of a resourceful budget is less spending money. Obviously, you have less spending money. So, but this is because you want more spending money in the future. So it's either have uh, less spending money now, but more available, or have more spending money later, but less available now. So I'd rather have the uh, the latter. Um. Obviously, there's many different ways that you can go about this, but the two main points to having this resourceful budget is B, eventually, you see where you need to allocate your money. See, when you start, say you start this resourceful budget today, you get paid this Friday and you set up this resourceful budget today or tomorrow and you follow in through it. 
you are eventually, in about two or three weeks' time, you are going to see, clear as day, what needs more money. You're going to be like, whoa, I'm already broken this area. Wow, my kids already need this. Wow, my gag, my tank already needs to be full. Well, I have to take money from one area to another. You know what's interesting? I just thought about this, too. People are all, they're already budgeting. They just aren't doing it consciously. People are already putting things aside in their mind to what they need to do. They are already filling up the tank. They are already buying clothes or buying food, you know, buying things they need, perhaps. But the where they go wrong is not having a budget. You overshoot. You probably bought too much food this week, and therefore you, you got to put less gas in the tank. Or maybe you get paid twice a week, and you don't have to worry about those things. So perhaps maybe you're trying to grow your business, right? If you're trying to grow your business, you immediately know what part of your business needs needs more money. For example, the oil, uh, the, the squeaky wheel gets the most oil, right? So you immediately know where to allocate that oil. And uh, secondly, without saving money, you end up poor and unwanted. You know, you have to save money. If you don't save money, you are playing this rat race game. You are literally just working for a paycheck day in, day out, handing it to... Uh, you know, grabbing it from one person, giving it to another, and it's not even in your hands. You spend it before you even receive it. So it's so important to follow this resourceful budget, in my opinion. So the main point is that the budget plan can work for everyone. This is the main thing I want people to understand. This is something, like I said, the richest man, the poorest man can allocate, can, uh, can utilize this budget plan. And I'd also like to go over this budget structure. I myself have a budget structure in which I, based off, percentages i um you know i send money to where i desire them to go so i'd like to just share what my budget is i've created an excel sheet on google um i use google for everything as uh, most people know <laughs> i'm not really a fan of iphone or uh microsoft products and it's, and it's not that they're not good it's just uh i grew up using google uh <clears throat> but i'd like to share my Excel sheet. I call this personal finance. So first off, I put my total income at the top, obviously. And then I put in one column percentages. In another column, the the uh, subject area. So the subject areas I have are as follows. I have transportation, food, apparel, influence, personal, debts, tithes, offering, silver, and gold. Okay. So I have these as the top right now. Um, I can go into details of why each of these need this specific thing, but I will just go over the main ones that may stand out to you. First off, tithes and offering. Um, I'm paying rent to live here. I, everything that I've received was given to me. I woke up this morning effortlessly. The air in the sky, the water I drink... Everything has been handed, my, my very soul, but the flesh that I'm in, <laughs> everything has been handed to me. If I hurt myself, I heal naturally. Um, I obviously need to pay tithes. Uh, if I don't, that's robbing God, according to the word of God. And offering, because that shows my heart. That shows what's in my heart. I actually would like to increase that. So I'm going to up that a couple percentages. You know, so that, because that's, that's the way I'm feeling, right? Also, um, apparel. Is in one of the subjects. Uh, I personally believe um, that that has a psychological effect on us humans, as strong as we are. But if you put on new clothes, you kind of you feel you do feel a little more uh, confident. You do. Um, wearing the same clothes, 
I don't know how long you've been wearing that same suit or how long you've been wearing that, them same jeans or how long they are. But I think if they're about a year and a half or two years old, it's time to get some new ones. Yeah, Shoes, shoes. me personally, I run through shoes every six months because they become busted at that point. So if you aren't going to buy shoes every six months, at least give yourself a break by the time the year comes. Like You should at least be buying a new pair of shoes every year. Come on now. You you are not that poor. <laughs> uh, influence, um, as you heard, influence was one of these subjects. Influence is simply influence, exactly how it is. I, I allocate money, and I don't touch this word influence. Influence is something that I have that just allows me to be influential in people's lives. So I don't touch that money. I literally don't touch that money. That is like a separate savings bank account. I do not even touch because I want to be influential, right? I want that to be like my net worth. When you look up on Google, it says, ah, oh, blah, blah, blah's net worth. Why? Because I allocated for influence. <laughs> uh, I think that should be, oh, silver and gold was also a subject. The reason why I chose silver and gold is because that's insurance. Um, we are in uh, this spending economy, and the, uh, America does not produce anything for itself. So by the time all these dollars come back to the U.S., we're going to experience hyperinflation. This is bound to happen. And that's when uh, the world will end. <laughs> um, but the reason why I invest in silver and gold, I mean, even Zacharias says that neither their silver nor their gold will save them in the day of the Lord's wrath. So I don't, I don't put a whole bunch of money towards this. I actually just sold a whole bunch of silver um, because I wanted to use uh, money for a uh, business investment, um, my jewelry company. But uh, <clears throat> I, I don't. I only put ten percent. No, not even. Oh, right now I'm allocating nothing for the time being. But um, I normally just put ten percent towards this, and that's ten percent of my income. So imagine how much silver I'm actually buying. It's not much, but I, I still buy silver and gold. I feel like it's really important. It's insurance. It doesn't go below its threshold. Silver has not gone below this certain threshold, and it over. Uh, it supersedes gold, uh, you know, during recessions at a certain point. It's like the tail end. It just does a tail whip, you know, and it just blows up. But um, you can look at the history of silver and gold. Perfect bull markets. They have just done nothing but gone up. Silver, maybe that's questionable, but still, it's perfect for insurance if you ask me. This is These are things that people are going to revert to when they're looking for sound money, you know. When they find out, when everybody comes to the agreement that that paper currency was nothing more than just paper, they're going to revert back to what has been man's money, or I guess you could say uh, God's money, but um, I don't really speak like how men do. They're going to revert back to that regardless, and the Bible also says so. So, now that I have gone over the budget structure, I'd like to just point out really quickly, now that we're heading towards the uh, conclusion of this podcast, what do you value, you know? This is very important. I think everybody, before they even begin starting something new, they should get a piece of paper right at the top. What do I value? And start listing your things, right? Because these are things that, that you care about. And when the things that you care about are not being taken care of the way you sh they should be, then you'll be unhappy. Then you'll feel like life is meaningless and purposeless. And oftentimes it, can't, it, it is, you know, it can't be that way. But um, God has given us a profound gift to have a choice to say yes and no to things like you don't have to work at that job that you're working at you know what i'm saying for example or uh you don't have to deal with a certain person if you don't want to if somebody in your family give you a hard time cut them off you know what i'm saying like see i'm just saying 
It's important that you value, that you understand what you value. Because if you understand what you value, when things come up against that, it ain't going to matter. You're going to push that to the side like it was nothing. I'm sorry, like, oh, if somebody comes to your face trying to sell you something. It's like, no, nah, get out of my way. I'm actually headed somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Or if somebody trying to give you a hard time, I'm sorry, I don't have time for that because I value this. You know, so it's very, very important to understand what you value. So that's, it's sad, but some people don't even know what they care about in life. That's the sad truth of it. And lastly, I'd like to just point out that money is energy. You can extend your life experiences just by you being more frugal with your money. Actually, Benjamin Franklin said this best. Actually, uh, I wrote down a bunch of Benjamin Franklin's, uh, his rules. But Benjamin Franklin wrote down four rules of conduct. And I feel like they apply perfectly here. I have them in my notebook. Um, that's another thing you should have. I don't think it's a bad idea to carry around a small little notebook with you just to write down things, your thoughts, or whatnot. But rule number one of Benjamin Franklin's rule of conduct is live frugally and pay all debts. Rule number two is only speak the truth. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm into that. Rule number three, work hard. Industry and patience is only way to true prosperity. And rule number four, speak ill of no one. How great, right? So... Uh, this is this is the way uh, a budget should be allocated. Last thing I would like to say in the conclusion is things we should keep in mind with the budget. First off, be realistic. Expenses come first. If you owe somebody money, if you agreed on contract to pay somebody, pay that person. It's much better to be a man of your word, man or woman of your word, than to care more about yourself and... Uh, feel like you'll be rewarded by treating yourself first. No, it's, that's not the case at all. Actually, the rule of life is, I don't know if you figured this out by being on this earth yet, but the rule is the more you give, the more you receive. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know the rules. Uh, B, um, also, secondly, I'd like to point out that um, where you should really store your wealth. If you think about it, by the time you're, cre- you're using this resourceful budget, you're going to start accumulating wealth, right? Immediately, like the minute you start allocating this budget. So where are you going to put your money? Are you going to put it in dollars? Are you going to put it in silver and gold? Are you going to put it in bonds? Are you going to put it in stocks, which is still dollars? Where are you going to, are you going to put it in copper? <laughs> are you going to put it in, in jewelry, which is silver, gold, or precious metal? Like, where are you going to put your wealth? Where are you going to put it? Are you going to put it in assets of your business? Like, where are you going to put it? Truly, you know, you can even put in, like, say you ran a construction business, you could put your wealth, literally your wealth, in heavy machinery. Because that's the, that's still something that's making you money, and you can sell that for a major profit, even if it's used. So, it's really important. I feel like once you create your budget, you really need to ask yourself where you're going to store your wealth. And lastly, if you're struggling, simply you need to make more money. You know, if you're saving money, if you, you have this income and you're saving money and you're living frugally and you've maybe even gotten to the point where you feel like you need to be, uh, sacrifice some things, I wouldn't go off just sacrificing things that you want. You know, if you want to spend a certain amount of money, it's okay. You're human. But you need to make more money if that's the case. You can't just like go into deeper into debt thinking like it's okay. I'm sticking to a budget. No, no, no. If you're getting deeper into debt, if you feel like you're lacking and the budget isn't working, the simple answer is you need to make more money. That can be through many different ways. You could do uh, so many different ways. Um, I mean, you could sell a digital product. You know, me, I like to sell like instrumentals, beats. You could sell courses. You could sell. You could write a book, sell it online. You could do uh, shoot DoorDash or Lyft. You could open a business and then write off those investments. Or you could simply get a, la- a second job, but that should be your very last resort. You know, but long story short, 
I just like to point out that you are a king. You know what I'm saying? You do not want to treat yourself like a slave that's robbing yourself. That's why people say pay yourself first, right? Because that's how you should treat yourself, right? So um, I'm just like to end the podcast. I thank you all for coming by. Thank you so much for listening. And this is Obey the Truth, the Joseph Kreiser podcast. Take care.